Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode 370. I'm Corey. I'm Nick. And this is a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesome bad films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Are you, what is that? There's something weird going on here. What do you mean? Which is usually the case, to be honest with what you. What do you mean? I don't know. Just like a... It was like both like excitement, but like devoid of emotion and like real weird and creepy. Like, are you in the closet again? Like in the dark? Like recording no, by I'm just, I, was, I was trying to focus on uh, not talking about uh, the number. And that was your concentrated tone? Yeah. Well, great. It was a huge success. <laughs> Didn't draw any attention to it. No, nope, but we're not talking about any numbers. It's true. We're not. So No, no number uh, talk. No number talk. We're not. We're never, we're, you know. Yeah, you didn't say never again because, of course, next week we'll, we'll be back to it. But for this one, for this one, we're no. not, we're not, we're not we're, talking about the numbers of the episodes. We're not talking about it. All right, get over it already. I wish I could get over it. Uh, like I said, it's the home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Uh, each week's movie is revealed on the prior episode, so you two can join in on the madness. Madness. The madness. Madness. I was just checking to see if you're okay, really. Yeah. Snap concerned. into the madness. See, there we are. Now I'm upset again. Yeah. We got there, finally. Yeah, macho, macho madness. You frustrated me. I saw me, a picture so. of him recently from the Spider-Man premiere. Oh, man. And he's in this, like, red, shiny suit. He Beautiful. looked like a maniac. Bonesaw, dude. Yeah, he looked like... Well, that's how Bonesaw he looked is like the dress. Red, he looked like the red carpet, like a shiny red carpet. Hey, man. He had a cow, shiny red cowboy hat on and... You you blend in by also not blending in. Yeah, Macho Man. Yeah, he he was a, a standout at the premiere for for Spider Man. Got to represent Bonesaw. I mean, he was in the movie. He helped make Spider Man be Spider Man. Yeah, he had a pivotal role in the in That's that movie. True, where they yeah, pretended so. wrestling was real. They did. They pretended it was real. They pretended, yeah, they pretended and like... That nothing was scripted, I yeah, should say. Yes. Wrestling is real, right. but it, they pretended it was not scripted, as if there's just two men in a ring going to beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> right, yeah. It's, yeah. That's crazy. Which is always funny when you think about that. There's a, there's a handful of movies that do that. Yeah. Right? There's like that. Um, no Holds Barred is another one. Yeah. Hulk Hogan is in, which is funny because there's... Uh, you know, and then they had they had there was the guy who who actually passed away last year, year before, Tiny Lister, who played Debo. Okay. And Friday, he's in that movie. Okay. He played a character Zeus. Okay. In No Holds Barred, and then WWF was like, "Well, let's take this character from the movie and, and put him on TV." Jeez. It was a short-lived thing, sure, but, but he was felt Zeus on WWF. Sometimes, you know, TV. But fact, also in fact, emu- fact emulates or copies fiction. But I think the most famous one of those is uh, right, ready to rumble. That's like, of course. But that that is such an insane it's version of like that. The wrestling is like real life. It's very that is like intense. The like uh, Joe Pantoliano plays that like Sinclair guy. Don't remember, like, don't remember that character. Oh yeah, he's like a commissioner of WCW or whatever, and he like. He he's a bad guy. Yeah, of course. And he like well, has all the bad guys that like Sid and yeah, whoever else was a bad guy at the sure. time like yeah. work with him and they like legitimately work with him. It's like the movie I was telling you about today that I was watching. Which one? The main event. Oh, right. I wasn't watching it. Oh, right. Yes, that movie. Yes, I was yes. watching it, but yes, uh, you were watching it. <laughs> I was watching a little bit of it, but a lot. But of like it. Ken Marino in it, he plays like a guy who runs NXT. Yeah, but he's like hanging out with. Commander Aziz, who was Samson. Yeah. Nobody in it is themselves except for the stars. Sure, like makes the sense. Seamus, Miz. Right. 
those they were themselves people they decided were you know of course big enough to be yeah themselves they, they chose yeah. all people who have seasoned you couldn't have Seamus play somebody like called Patrick or something. No. So they had work. like a Commander Aziz who at the time probably wasn't even Commander Aziz. He, no, he may have not even been on No, he wasn't on the Raw Underground at the time that when probably, that movie came that out. I don't true. know. I to, but like Keith Lee, he's like some guy, can't remember right. the name. I don't know. You sent it to me. Just but everybody plays like characters. Right. But then they're like there's like this weird like but but then there's like this weird like it's like normal like how wrestling normally is, but then there's like Ken Marino's character who's like bad guy who's running NXT, but it, I didn't, we didn't I didn't see the rest of it, so I don't sure. know. But it was like weird. It kind of reminded me of Ready to Rumble, but for kids. Yeah, mainly because there's like the bad commissioner and it's an right. actor, and uh, it's just so funny when movies do that. Well, that one's at least wrestling based, so it's like whatever. It's still a little cosm, but like Spider Man has enough things going on. We couldn't just admit that, like you know. Wrestling is theater. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's no, just like, no, 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 no. This bone says going to kill this guy named Peter, you know, main man I mean, spider. Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, it's strange. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, like I was saying, each week's movie is revealed at the end of every episode. So you, so you two could join in on the madness. Uh, make sure you listen to the end of every episode. Uh, that's where we reveal it at. So uh, we'll tell you what it is and where you can find it. Sure. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, do so at B Movie Breakdown or at BB Podcast uh, over there on the Twitter. Uh, Facebook, you can give us a like. Email us, bmbpodcast at gmail.com, but mainly at B Movie Breakdown over there on Instagram. That's true. Nick, do you got anything you want to you know, put listen, out there? You're listening to a podcast if you want to listen to another one. It's called Weird and Feared. It's a spooky podcast about monsters, madness, and mayhem, and just kind of. All around bizarre, crazy, creepy stuff, folklore, monsters, what have you. Give it a give it a check. Check that out if you'd like. Give it a little check mark. A little bit, yeah. Give it a check. Yeah, we'll, imagine if we just changed how things Facebook determine what that's called. It's uh, no matter what it is, it's going to be called you know, you think of it as a like. You know what I mean? Give I mean, it a like. You can give it a You can give it a hearty face. You can well, give, you it give it a angry face. On, well, you on could give it a listen. Apple Podcasts, I guess it's not sure. a, there's not a like button. There's well, a follow. A sh- okay, they changed sure. it from subscribe to follow. Um, which again, that's kind of bringing in line with like the Instagram type stuff and like the Twitter stuff, yeah. right? The following. Yeah. They yeah. changed it from subs- I think they felt like people sub- what subscribe I- is too much YouTube. Uh well Maybe. so yeah but they I think people originally kept thinking subscribe yeah like subscribe like you but even but su- subscribe on YouTube is pretty much normalized now I feel like I think they probably could have left all it for podcasts all that stuff is normalized but I think they I think I remember seeing something about because some podcasts you have to pay for oh and some I understand you don't, so I think they're like subscribe like you pay for yeah a subscription. the idea was I remember reading when they first changed it the idea was like. That some people think that like you have to subscribe to podcasts, sure, like you would like a subscription. Yeah, even though podcasts traditionally, them being money is a newer thing. Oh, that's never mind. Sure, uh, but yes, them being money is a newer thing, like Patreon. But it's it is, but it's kind of not because actually, uh, one podcast that I thoroughly enjoy and listen to now, um. All the time is never not funny, and that originally, yeah. when podcasts were very early on, it was pay. Uh, they were very early podcasts, like them. Sure. And, uh, you had to pay to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, you had to pay to listen to it. Interesting. It was them and like WTF and K 
Kevin Smith and yeah. pretty much that's about it. Re- re- yeah. Really in the beginning, uh, yeah, the, the, you had to pay to listen to Never Not Funny, and I didn't listen to it then. Right, I was in college and didn't well, you know, have a whole lot of money to be just sure. blown on paying for a podcast. I was like, right. I thought this thing is supposed to be free. Well, we were doing one at that time, and yes, yeah, just yeah. and like it was like, well, paying for anything, it's we got internet introduces it to you. It's like I pay for the internet. Why? What, I pay more. Right, and then once once they got off that paywall, I um. I started Jumped listening down. to their podcast yeah. and have ever since. And actually, now I pay five dollars a month to be a platinum member of their well, thing. There you go. They won and you I over. get two bonus episodes a week. There you go. And video of every episode. Yeah. Well, so there you go. Won you over. But I mean, that's that's a supp- that's a supplemental thing, though, right. too. You know what I mean? It's not. You don't have to pay to listen to the right. podcast. Yeah, now. I could, you could get one free episode a week and be right. fine. And I yeah. had for a long time, up yeah. until a couple of years ago, when I decided to start. Yeah. So more. I mean. Whatever. Somebody in an office somewhere made a decision, and that's what they got paid to do. Yep, and that's why we. Uh, that's why they call it follow now. But anyways, follow Nick's podcast, uh, Weird and Feared, with Zach, or follow this podcast wherever you get podcasts. So if you're listening to this, you must have found it somehow. So uh, keep doing what you're doing there to, to listen to your little podcast there. Has our good friend Pat started his own podcast yet? Um, Didn't he say he was going to do that? Did he? Yeah, sure. Anyways, we'll still keep you posted. All right, we'll keep we'll keep uh, we'll keep you posted on. Pets. You, know you put you put these into the universe. There was a, just, just to hope it happens. There was a joke eons ago about like uh, this was like so if you're a long, long, long time listener of the B movie breakdown to the early days, well, how far are you going back, man? Uh, what are to we doing? when uh, Anime Dan was sure. uh, co-hosting this, uh, so that this podcast. Was birthed out of another podcast we were doing called Potty Mouths, and Dan was part of that for a while too. But he would make a joke about there was somehow some joke got started with like Pat and like janitorspenis.com, and it was like, okay, I just, so I'm not talking about uh, no, 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 I just can't <laughs> even be cute here. You gotta take these dark turns. You couldn't even just let it be this like, oh, haha. Now you got to talk about whatever that was. Well, I mean, if, if somebody who's a long, long time listener of B Movie Breakdown, even just B Movie Breakdown and not Potty Mouths, people like uh, Dan would bring that up randomly from time to time. I don't just to make a joke. I, I don't know about Pat, but what are we doing today? <laughs> What's next? I'm not gonna say the name of it again. Uh, but it was, what I'm the name of the, the, the name of the movie we watched? The name this of week? Pat's podcast. I'm not gonna say the name. I'm just giving you the origin story. Uh, just. What's the movie we watched this week? <laughs> What's that? Uh, so the movie we watched, well, we're still going down the uh, the the annals of history. Yeah, <laughs> you talking about annals of history? After we just talked about whatever that was, you choose different words there. Uh, we're going. We're we're just going on the deep dive. We're, we're talking multiverses. The... So this is the Ralphie verse. So we're going on the deep dive into the Ralphie, which is very. I will just point out. Like you can, it's very unified. Like it really is. Yeah, this one I think breaks the mold. Christmas Story and this one break the mold. Ah, barely. I mean, the mold thus far has been Ralphie is a teenager, sure. later almost a junior senior in high school. Uh, Christmas like, Story came out uh, at the same time as the last movie. Sure. Uh, yes. The. Starcross, yeah, Josephine, Josephine, yeah, uh, Kaznowski. That one, so they came out around the same time. Uh, this one came out after that one. Uh, so, anyways, we're, what we're doing here, we're going to the end of the Ralphie verse. Ralphie Parker, famous, most famous character from the you know, uh, Christmas story, 
and uh, Gene Shepard, who who wrote that movie. Yeah, but does Gene Shepard narrate all of these? I think so. Yes. So, like, regardless, there's a unifying right, yeah. factor. Oh, yeah, there's a unifying factor. It's about as... 100%. It's a, and characters get callbacks all the time. Yeah. Same yeah. characters in every one. And uh, so... About his family. So, Gene Shepard wrote all these, and he wrote Christmas Story. He did the voiceover for Christmas Story. So, if you've only seen a Christmas Story, and you're wondering what the hell we've been doing so far, uh, I mean... Or just jumping on in this episode, you're like, what is... And you're like, Ollie Hopnoodle, what the hell is... And it's so... It's a haven of bliss, dude. It's a haven of bliss. And uh, so that's this week's movie. Again, the Gene Shepard, the Ralphie-verse. This week, we're discussing Ollie Hopnoodle's Haven of Bliss. It's the best of the worst. So this one out of any of them. So they're uh, other than the first one of these that we watched, they're all been made in the 80s. Sure. Uh this one is the one that feels most like it was made in the 80s. That could be. Just the feel of it, the way it was shot, like uh, Well, what did you say? Well, yeah, cuz I mean the first one was 70s. You said outside of the first one, right? Yeah, everything else has been was 80s. made in the it 80s. Was, correct. While this one was made in the later 80s, um this one it just had that it just had that feel of it of like an 80s movie sure just like not that the setting was obviously it's still you know 40s yes. late 40s early 50s there um but it's um it just had that feel it just had it, the way it, yeah i got editing shot the way it was shot the way it looked everything it just it just felt way the acting even everything felt more 80s like uh and that's just how i how i kind of felt in this one but um how did Ollie treat you? We have a whole new cast here. We do. Then the then the last movies sure. and uh, then the Christmas then a Christmas story. The dad in this does kind of look like the dad from a Christmas story, but it's not him. Yeah. Does look like him though. Sure. Uh a guy who's been in a bunch of stuff. They, I I can't remember his name, but I do like this dad the way he responded to things was more dry and sarcastic. They say the same things in the same character. I just felt like he was more like there was more like yeah, I think he he played it more like the dad in the Christmas story. Right. It was which, which it was, was a more good it was more basis. like um not that anybody else did a bad job, but it was less but I mean he he um I don't even know what the word I'm looking for cuz I'm just thinking about this on the spot. Less um not less like more of a character, but like like there's more going on maybe. Yeah. Like he's more dimensional even though he's saying the same things just like the deliveries and a little more a little more subdued. Yeah. Because I, he had to balance out his obnoxious wife, who was over the top. She was over the top. Fuzzhead! I have a note. Fuzzhead! I, I, I had a note. How many times does anyone say Fuzzhead? <laughs> Any character. It was nonstop. She, yeah, the dog's lost, and she missed the dog. Uh, but I was hoping they would find the dog so they would stop saying its name. <laughs> right, yeah. Please stop. Yeah, Fuzzhead! Yeah, she, every time she said it, it was like that long. That, and like, that was the way she was saying it. Fuzzhead! And mom, mom has always, but like, mom has been into ridiculous things, but she's never really been like super obnoxious. No, no, like, like the, the, get, none, none the of them. wash rag madness. That's crazy. She, she gets wrapped up in the dishware. She gets wrapped up in crazy stuff, but she's never like just obnoxious. Yeah, which is almost like when you compare these two together, like, oh, did is that where Randy got this from in this movie? <laughs> like, because Randy was at peak wine. 
like peak wine. Yeah. Yeah, he really was yeah. a wine master. The kid in the uh, in the Christmas story is a good winer. He, he wines a lot. He well, does. I don't like but, meat but if we're if we're comparing like just these Ralph extended Ralphie first movies, not he Christmas is, story. Correct. He is the most obnoxious in this one. Yeah. Oh, it's just, easily. It's just real. Like okay, well, Randy's getting his his money's worth. Here. I think the thing that doesn't help this movie the most is that it and Christmas Story is a full length movie and that's great. It the way it it's it was there were other people involved that knew how to really really make a movie, right? Yeah. Bob Clark. Oh, there's sure. a lot of people involved that really knew how to make a movie. Um, no, no offense to anybody involved in this one, but a lower budget, even though Disney, this is a Disney movie this time. Yeah. They really, but it was more so Disney putting the money in to be able to show it. Sure. Uh, and they made that very specific in like any deals they made for this. So actually I got here. Um, so this was a co-production of the Disney channel and PBS and it would air in that order. Disney channel first and then PBS. Then PBS. Sure. Uh, so it was, um, and what it was was Public TV's American Playhouse. That was the show that right. the other ones were on yes. as well. Um, so, and then P- Boston Public TV Station, which has done pretty much all of them. Yeah. Uh, WGBH. Now, who that's who owns some of the old? Is it older ones? It Disney is. might. I think owns this one to an extent, but I think there probably still some sort of deal with the other thing. I would that guarantee probably, it. If it's co-made, yeah, then this this will end up on Disney Plus one day. They'll just to take advantage of having. Sure, yeah, um, just play it here, and it can because it's not like it's competing with anything right now. Really, it's, right? But well, around Christmas time, they could put it up. You know, just to sure. algorithm, right? Well, like yeah, people sure. are watching Christmas Story and. Parker family, whatever. Um, but anyway, so um, but under the terms, according to Gene Shepard, uh, that Disney would have nothing to do with the production. Sure. So the the producer for the film was somebody who was for Shepard's other work on WGBH. So it was makes same, sense. Same producer there. So that was kind of like the yeah, the, like what happened with with what was going on, and you know why maybe it was a little bit more like a regular movie. But I do think uh, the one thing that kind of hurt this movie was its length. Of I course think, it was. I think it didn't, of course. it didn't need to be 90 no, minutes. No, I agree. I was going to say, it suffers from how we complimented the other ones, how like they're just con- concise, tight, you know, hour 10, hour 16, right around like boom. And, it, and no time's wasted on those. It's just here's a whole story. This one felt like it was stretched. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot because it's like, Hot, like, it's funny because the only movies, um, you know, we're dealing with adult Ralphie as he's driving down the highway, and this one just gives us a lot of driving scenes that perhaps we didn't need all of them. I think this maybe and a I shorter. and I have no idea about this. This is just an assumption. Okay. So the first part Bold. of the movie is a lot of like kind of the other movies, very much so. And then when they get to the driving part, it really felt like they were trying to capitalize a little bit on the vacation. You're not wrong. Vacation. Yeah, you're not vacation wrong. Vacation was a a big movie sure. prior to this yes. coming out, uh, still big European yeah. vacation, Christmas vacation. Um, though none of the only the first ones about driving, but I think they tried to capitalize on that, but without doing what made vacation good. Well, you know, vacation pushed along a story yeah. while they did do have some stops here and there. Yes, there were story points that right. happened, like at the hotel and with mm-hmm. cousin Eddie and like sure. the the, yeah. uh, the aunt who dies and everything like that. There were points. 
this, when they're just driving, they just stop places and they stop places and then they just go and there was like, and they, they didn't get, have to even have to stop there. We didn't have to see that. No, right. Well, we didn't I mean, have to see the mom buy eggs from a rug lady. But I mean, true. But I mean, you know, they're probably old, like Gene Shepard, like it, that, that is a, um, when they're stopping and stuff, it just feels like any other Gene Shepard thing, except as opposed to like just existing and doing things in the town. You're doing all these things on the way, right. on the way down the road. So it fits as far as that goes. Um, but it's just, I wish those happened because, like, they have to stop. Then we have to see them go. Then they stop. Then we have to see them go. As opposed to, like, you know, they drive. This happens. This happens. I just would have chopped. I would have chopped just some of that out because that's absurd. The rug lady has, like, a for sale for rugs, but she doesn't want to sell any. Then she comes back with, with eggs. And I forget what I had in some of my notes. Just, like, Mama's out of control here. Yeah, she really was. She's out of control. Yeah. Wanted to buy. What was the other thing she wanted to buy? Well, she ended up buying a windmill. Oh, the windmill, yeah. From, from, from Granny's, but he, and he's Granny, but he had another name, but people didn't want to buy it from that. It's a whole, it's like, this is crazy. That almost reminds me of like, uh, you know, every now and then I'll watch some of that guy's videos, the carpetbagger guy, Jacob, oh, the yeah. carpetbagger, who and goes, he, who travels the road and goes similar. to places. You know a place like this could totally have existed. Oh, yeah. Still Easily. does sometimes. Easily. Easily. Some of these things I see that guy stop at. So. I almost I had to look up one of my favorite clips of all time, and this might just be a total aside, but like I was really hoping we'd get a Mad Men picnic scene. <laughs> <laughs> it came so close. It did when they they did just, have the picnic. So yeah. I had to look up the clip and I watched it. Oh, I, God, I watched I watched Striper so just eat his can into nowhere, then just flip the rug. I mean the rug's on my mind. Flip the blanket and just leave trash. It's, so hilar- good. it's hilarious. It's so good. I mean. You know, this is like 20 years earlier than that. So it's just right, nobody yeah. would have given a shit. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And they just pulled over, not even a park, just the side of the fucking road. So just trash. You know, why would be? Yeah. Like, that's even more likely. Right. That they would have left the trash. No, no park. It's just open field, side of the road. There's a lot of driving in the middle of nowhere in this movie. I mean, they're driving from Indiana to Michigan. There's nothing there. In the 1940s, there's nothing there. Right. But you they're know, also, just, at the one point, they just drive off the road, though. Well, they got lost and then it got real extreme because then they're surrounded by cows in the field, which is just like that's that I like that comedic timing because they don't show any. They just they're just surrounded by cows. Um, so I was doing a little more diving than we have done previously with Gene Shepard stuff. Yeah, go ahead. I didn't realize because I because I'm kind of interested in the books of like Gene Shepard rules. Um, but he originally wrote these. Uh, so Shepard originally wrote the story for this movie. Yeah. In a ninth in 1968 as one of a series. For Playboy magazine, beautiful. So that's where the stories originated in Playboy, beautiful. and then they eventually be- were published in a book yeah. uh, in a collection that was called Wanda Hickey's Night of Golden Memories. Yeah, and that was in 1971. So uh, I just like uh, you know Shepard. It says Shepard later described his stories as not based literally on his childhood memories. Right. He says people are always trying to make me sound like I'm just writing what happened to me. You know, I'm a humorist I'm a, and a filmmaker. I don't think of my stuff as any more autobiographical bi- than, say, Woody Allen is or anybody who is involved in making serious films. I kind of like that. I just like, I saw, found a, that quote and I yeah. like that. And it's a good way to think about these movies and even a Christmas story. Well, every Christmas story, I feel right. like a little bit more grounded in reality, but there, right. but there are some parts of like, there's no way those dogs came in the house and ate the whole christmas dinner like they well, ran through ex- the whole you house exaggerate yeah it's got to have truth right, so there's like some exaggerations yeah. and and i honestly most people probably don't even realize that christmas story is based on somebody's no 
true of course not true things so that could be most people don't even know that these sequels or yeah, sequels or prequels or whatever you want to call them because you could, stories I they're guess. not like a fr- like a franchise even though like they're all connected together it's the same guy narrating it's all his stories right. they're all the same characters but there's no like you know it's not like Star Wars this a new hope honestly there's the, nothing the only one that people probably know of is that directed video one that came out a few years ago yeah Christmas years Story back, two Christmas Story two so with like Daniel the, Stern. Which and, is just and the Gene most. Gene Shepard had passed away by that point, yeah. so he's not narrating. Yeah, that without one. the narration, like, what are we doing? We should have Daniel Stern narrate it, because like, he did the narration for Wonder Years. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, which, but I he's mean, the dad, though. In right. That, so, right. Just kind of like. Yeah, which I was also thinking about as far as like Wonder Years is Gene Shepard's stories. You know, what I mean, like, the, the, the narration. Then, the, uh, as a kid, you're doing stuff. I'm not saying they are the same exact thing, but as far as concept goes. When did yet Wonder Years start coming out? When did it... late '80s? So we've already, you know, this has already been an established thing, and Gene Shepard is no secret. People know who he is. Yeah, he's all over the radio doing. You know, that's what I need. to Oh do. yeah, I mean, he was doing. This... Is there a podcast stream where I can just listen to all Gene Shepard radio things <laughs> from his daily broadcasts? Insane. Well, funny actually, thing about the Wonder Years and Daniel Stern uh, is that in little the movie Little Monsters, Daniel Stern yeah. plays Fred Savage's dad. And he did the voiceover for Chris Savage on Wonder Years. Yeah. Wonder Years started in 88. So, yeah, late 80s. Yeah, so. That's right. Um, I mean, nostalgia, man narrating his past. Yeah, it works, right? It yeah, works. It's, it's a good. It's, it's the same, it's it's the same format, deal. at least. Also, speaking of Gene Shepard, uh, Fuzzhead was uh, portrayed by Gene Shepard's real life dog, Daphne. Beautiful. And as long as we're talking about, I mean, Gene Shepard played his first boss in this one. Yes, he's in the So, he's in the movie. He's at, He was. Kind of in the other ones, he's there, but he's like brief. It's like right. he, this is brief too. But it's in brief. those, he's playing himself. He's just doing the talking before yeah. and after the movie, right? Or just before, which I do. I mean, I do miss. But yeah. like, one movie began that way, and then like we've never gone back, have we? Like the, the, the first one movie ends without him ending it, and then we just don't get him back, right? right? Yeah. Like he doesn't come back to open or close yeah, any. Right. The so last one didn't like, have it either. Yeah. So oh, it's no, al- the last one did. The last one had it in the beginning. He was at that French, uh, correct, or no, the no, Polish no. movie. Correct. But after that, he he doesn't close Josephine right. out. So right. like, it's almost like that begins, and then we're just open ending it, and we just don't. I'm, you know, we probably don't see him on screen again playing Ralph. And I don't know if he's on screen in a Christmas Story. I don't know if he plays a character. Yeah, I don't think he does. I'd have to look up the cast. Oh no! Did see. he? No, no, no. He played. Um, because I I think he he plays a character waiting in line to see Santa. I'm pretty, oh, is, he, I, is he somebody they talk to? Think, they talk to a number of different I people in line. So. I think so, but okay. he's he so he's on screen. Okay, because I was I mean again with these, I mean I've been diving into a lot of Gene Shepard's back catalogs just to because like he's especially like I mean if you I'm sure you've creeped in the Wikipedia like he was influential to Jerry Seinfeld's like yeah and he named one of his kids Shep Shepard so like you know that you can see that wrapping into Jerry stuff show about nothing I mean we're watching. These things are just like a family doing stuff. There's no yeah. like overarching plots. Right. It's just adventures. Yeah. And even the Christmas story, there's really, it's just about a family on Christmas. The uh-huh. only overarching plot is Ralphie wanting the BB gun. Right. That's the only really like right. thing. There's little stories here and there, the leg lamp, whatever, but they're just little yeah, they're all, they're all bits. Yeah, they're yeah. all bits. They, there's, yeah. So there's just the one overarching story in, in any of that. Um, so yeah, Gene Gene Shepard in this though plays his boss. He looks ridiculous. I mean, like fake the beard, eyebrows, eyebrows and beards. And, and he looks crazy. Yeah, he looks like a crazy person. And like, what was there? And like, so it's funny because like it's young Ralphie, so he hasn't gotten his job delivering the mail yet. In this, he gets a job where they're just moving 
furniture, appliances up and down stairs. What did, did I, I I blink when they said what the actual job the was? The job was used uh, used appliances and furniture. And they're just moving it around, taking it to people's houses. So the guy sells it out of whatever place that was. And they just deliver it. And they deliver it. Okay. Yeah, which looked like it sucked. It terrible. Three children. Also, they're fourteen to, to lift. But a, again, nineteen forties, fourteen years old kids carrying furniture. A refrigerator. Yeah, and you know how heavy those refrigerators. Refrigerators are still heavy as fuck. Right. But those were probably crazy heavy. At one point, you see it on the side of the road. Oh, do you really? When they drive, when they're leaving town. Hilarious. The, the, the that refrigerator is on the side of the road. That's beautiful. I know. I was like, oh, I wonder if that's the one. It probably that's beautiful. is. It, that was a good catch. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was. That's intentional. Uh, and, and, you know, maybe another reason that it felt like more 80s to me in this one is just Jerry O'Connell being playing Ralphie. Sure. Uh, at the time, Stand By Me. Yeah. He was in movies in the eight, in the early, in the I mean, the late, uh, mid to late 80s, a uh, yeah. child actor. Yeah. So maybe that had something to do with it. Like, but even stand by me is a movie that takes place not in the eighties. Right. It takes place in the it's past. It's older, so. which again, that's, that's almost like, um, this, so this was after that, right? The, ooh. Yeah. This had, this is after that. Cause he's younger in stand by me. All right. That, oh, stand by me is 86. So what didn't you say this one was 88? Ollie at 88. Yeah. For some reason, I felt like he looked. Maybe he, his buzz cut in. Um, well, because no, but you were, you said so. you said he was younger in Stand by Me, didn't you? Oh yeah, I did. So you're right. You're okay, on, you're on point. I was like, I was like, that's what you said. Yeah, you're. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm mixing myself. Yeah, that's up. what you said. But because all I was gonna say is I was gonna compare it to you know how um, uh, the main guy his name excuse me this moment like not like a typecast thing but like you know Stranger Things dude then gets attached to it. And then Ghostbusters, 80s, he gets attached to like 80s type things. And O'Connell was like past stuff. And then he's in this past thing. Yeah. Like it's still kind of, you know, not typecast, but like, oh, he's done this kind of thing. Let's do this kind of thing. Yeah. And then he was like, uh, I feel like also he was all like people always were. Isn't his name? Isn't his real name Finn? Like the. Uh, Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. That's the kid from Stranger, Stranger Things. things. Yeah. Ghostbusters. That's what it took me whatever. a second. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Jerry O'Connell, I think also people. Uh, would always like uh refer to him as like the chubby kid from Stand by Me. He sure, was, like, he was chubbier in Stand by Me than he was in this. Right, so that was like another. This guy's baby fat. He's growing up. He's a child. Yeah, he's, but he could tell even in a couple of years he he grew up yeah. a little bit more to be in this role. But I thought he played Ralphie fine. Yeah, it was nothing. I think he, it was nothing. Nothing. I still think Matt Dillon is the best one, other than like. Um, Peter Billingsley, who well, plays him in a Christmas story, well, he's like sure. the best Ralphie. Well, it's, well he's also, you know, I mean, he's the definitive Ralphie, but right. not, not the first. Right. But I've, Matt Dillon, I think, out of these, I think so far, Matt Dillon has been yeah, it's a good the, one. Uh, yeah. the best Ralphie. But the Jerry O'Connell was good, though. I, thought, I, I like, I kind of like going back to like younger Ralphie, like you're kind of used to in the uh, Christmas yeah. story. I just like, you know, all spectrums of, you know, Ralph's youth. You got younger Ralphie, yet Ralph is a teenager. Because younger Ralphie, you know, it gives you different stories as opposed to teenage Ralphie. Because teenage Ralphie is more horn dog, you know, girls well, and stuff yeah, and yeah. everything. And this is like, you know, more of kid Ralphie doing, you know, more kid like stuff, like worrying about. Um, and I always, but even in this one, I always love like the bond with his dad. It's yeah. always so strong. And it's the, always the most genuine connection out of all the movies. Right. You know, just they're always like, that's the one guy, like, like it seems like. 
like his dad actually connects to Ralphie. Yeah, and Ralphie connects to him. Like otherwise, everyone else is just yep. kind of in every single one. Chris and even like you know, it's not part of this like little outside the universe, but even no. Christmas Story, they have that yes. connection. His dad buys him the BB gun. Yeah, it's always he's always got so. his he's always got his Ralphie's pack. Uh, but the, uh, Disney definitely came into play though, right in the beginning of this movie with uh, using the use of hi ho. Oh Snow sure, White. yeah, which drove me nuts. The more they played it, <laughs> I was like, all right. And it wasn't like even like it didn't sound like the version from. Snow White. No, and I almost was like, were they showing clips from like Metropolis or something? Like the old ref- oh, yeah. giant refinery, black and white stuff blowing up. And like it looked like clips from the 1920s Metropolis. I could be wrong, but it was very, yeah, maybe. very reminiscent, um, merging that with like the open hearth mill stuff. I didn't see anybody mention that or anything, but yeah, it could have been. I mean, I. That not, makes sense now that you say that. You know, and like the workers and like how, you know, coming together or just things falling apart. I don't know. I mean, granted, I'm just pulling from things that I've seen that look similar. Many things could very well look similar to that, but that just, at least, even if it's not the exact clip, it reminded me of that. Um, one of my favorite parts in the movie was when they're at the employment office, yeah, and the kids are just smoking out of control. <laughs> Flicks out of control. And did Schwartz take a puff too? And he got caught, right? Right. Yeah, hilarious. And it's funny. It was wasn't it the other way around in the other movies? Like no, Schwartz. Flix is always the asshole. Was Fli- it Schwartz that was lighting up? Then something got flipped around here, where one of them was not how they normally were in the other movies. I don't know. Flick was always smoking. No, I, I thought it played out fine. Flick was always the smoker renegade. They did draw attention to the fact that he'll eventually become a bartender, didn't they? Or did I read that somewhere? I might have read that somewhere. I've been reading a lot of stuff about Jim Shepard, but like, I don't know what was flipped. Oh, they both seem. Maybe, maybe it's in a Christmas story. Well, Schwartz is like you know the victim, and Flick is you know like oh like Schwartz is just always gets the bad luck, and Flick's like you know future gambler, bad decision maker, smoker. Sh- Schwartz is no Flick. Okay, Flick. So in a Christmas story, it's kind of flipped. In a Christmas story, Schwartz is kind of like the like tough. Is, is Schwartz the renegade? The more the bad boy. Yeah, he's kind of like the tough, kind of like whatever of the friends. Because Flick is the one who they triple dog dare to stick his tongue to the light to the pole. Interesting. So that so he's more of like impressionable. You know what I mean? He is the he sticks his tongue to the thing. And, yeah, that sounds. And Schwartz is kind of the one because th- there's the part where like, um, I really do when, need to rewatch when Ralphie Christmas when story Ralphie, when Ralphie says these. when Ralphie says. Fuck, yeah, but fudge, yeah. Uh, when he's helping his dad change the tire, he says that who he heard it from, and he, he says, says Schwartz, Schwartz, and he calls his mom, and the mom's like on the phone, like, What? Man? You hear yeah, I need to, over I the need phone. to, I need to watch Christmas Story with my mindset attached to these. One part of this reminded me of that scene when the on the phone, because the when the when on the phone in Christmas Story, and the mom's like, What? And just like this, like screeching, like when the mom's on the phone in this a couple times, that's how the person sounds on the phone. Yeah, I'm like you can understand them, but not really understand them. Almost right. like, uh, well, I guess Charlie Brown, you really can't just wah no, wah it's, wah. Yeah, but it's yeah. like uh, kind of like that same kind of thing of like they didn't really. You can hear it, but yeah. you can not hear it type of thing. Did you like Miss Kessel on the one mention of Lud? Did you like that? Yeah, that's good. Because again, it's if younger. At least chronologically, yeah, I was he's still around. Lud's still around here. I was hoping we get a little bit of a little bit of Lud action. Yeah, here, Lud Kessel hasn't blown anything up and left no, into the abyss. Yet. or blown up like I he, thought he did. Yeah, well, he didn't get blown up. He's alive. He's alive, man. We don't know what happened to him when he ran. Well, away. we don't know what happened to him. He could have very well blown up after the fact. Uh, was it, when they were at the empl- employment office? Yes. They go to the job board. Yes. One of the jobs on the job board was pro wrestler. <laughs> You know, 
those those progress was in the forties. They're not checking anybody's papers. Right, but that was on why I highly doubt that would be on a job board. I mean, maybe they're looking for somebody for the territory. I don't know. <laughs> they're looking for a fourteen year old. Just funny because they're like, oh, plumber or whatever, and they're like yeah. pro wrestler, and they're yeah. like, oh, you could do that, Ralph. It was just like a funny thing. I was like, pro wrestler on a job board. Just kind of weird. Uh, also, speaking of you mentioned returns of the Kissels. Uh, yeah. Bluebird Tavern. Always. Always. Perfect. Uh, also, it's funny because that's one thing that really isn't in uh, Christmas Story. They, you took, don't, they you took out the bar. You never see the dad go to a bar. He drinks at home. Yeah, they took out the they took out the bar, the bar scene. Yeah, you, but there's never... They go to John's, don't they? In Christmas Story? Uh, no. So they just take they're out... They're kids. They're like... It's, yeah, but John... They can go eat a burger at John's. Yeah, they never go anywhere. The kids never go anywhere other than home. Most of the time, there's a lot of snow on the ground. It's and also winter, and though. That's and they're going to bundle up the whole yeah, time because true. there's the it's, whole joke about winter, right. Randy of course, and whatever. Of course. So maybe that's one reason why they just went to Could school be. and back. And they had to deal with a bully that was a big part of the movie as well. Right. So that's that was true. A, you know, a different aspect here. Uh, but Ollie Hoop Noodles, Haven of Bliss. So that the reason the movie's called that is it's like a campground. Yeah. It's a campground of five cabins. Yeah. Not a very big campground. Maybe you could tent camp there. Probably not. No, Ollie wants to use his um, cabins. But it was, yeah, it was just a cabins uh, up in Michigan uh, that they went to every summer. It was a place they went to every summer. Yeah, I was trying to think what, what lake they were going by. They said it once and I didn't catch it. Yeah, so just they... Just didn't guess. So, yeah, pl- a place they went to every summer. It was a, it was a big deal for the for the Parker family to, yeah. to go up there. Um, when it was in jeopardy, even his friends were like, you're not going to... Yeah, well, he had that job. You know what I mean? So he couldn't. He, no, I meant the dad's friends. Oh, right. When they're when, missing the when, fucking dog. Yeah, because the because the reason that they might not go on vacation is because the dog runs away, and the mom's like, "I'm not leaving until we find the dog." Fuzzhead has a weird side story. He does, which he, I'm fine. But like, as far as how like the the weighted the rest of the movie, I was is, waiting for those scenes. It was just like the advent, almost like homeward uh, homeward bound scenes of like. Wouldn't that have been amazing? But with, with Gene Shepard's voiceover this as the dog, perfect. Well, said definitely tried to escape his family, her family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she had a great life. It was good. She had was living it up, uh, riding Evie, a Rolls Royce. Heavy on water, fancy water. Yeah. Had like a diamond collar or some shit that they got to keep. Yeah, it was weird. It's like, oh. Her, uh, her name was Fufu. Yeah, I wrote that down. That was such like a that's such like a generic rich person's dog name. Well, Fuzzhead's not lucking out with names here. No, but we're Fuzzhead Fufu. and Fufu. That's not not the best. Well, that's a good thing about that's like a, the one thing about dogs. You can name them whatever you want. That's not nice. I mean, they don't have to have people names, is what I'm saying. They can have like crazy names. They don't have to have like Roger. Doesn't have to be the dog. The, the narrator and writer of this movie owned that dog, and it was named Daphne. I know. <laughs> well, he decided to learn to call his Fuzzhead, yeah, or that was the name of his dog growing up. Could have been. Was Fuzzhead? Could have been. Fuzzhead also feels like a dog named from the '80s, not from the '40s. I just also think like Fuzzhead, you'd think would be like a name for like a boy dog too. It, I just this is I mean? true. Like, I kept thinking. I kept in my head saying this is usually. Yeah. I mean, anybody can be named anything, especially like you said with dogs. But it just seems you know. Usually, girl dog names aren't as just direct as Fuzzhead, but right. Oh well, mom um, liked Fuzzhead. When you were watching this on YouTube, did you like the part where uh, the tracking was uh, getting really I loved it. messed up? It made yeah, but, you feel but really Gene nostalgic. Narration kept going fine. Yeah, right. That just played right over it. I was yeah, like, oh, that's but cool. the video tracking was all yeah, it was concerning. Yeah, it was a thing of the past tracking. 
something you had to. Yeah. I I need to look up. I don't really. Uh, the tape just wouldn't work. Wasn't working right. It was like warped or something. And then on wasn't the, it off the tracks? Is that what it was? It was like like was, off the tracks when it was spinning, so like it wasn't reading right. Yeah, I don't know. Because you turn the knob, and it would fix it. Well, you also had the buttons. Remember, some VCRs had a tracking button on the remote or on the oh, VCR well, yeah. itself. Well, yeah. Well, I meant like a. I, Remember, it was like it was only like a dial. Turn it. The, the, no, it wasn't a dial. Uh, maybe some had dial. Like I remember. A, like a knob. I remember one. Ours just had buttons, like a yeah. tracking, a plus and minus button. Oh, yeah. Because for uh, some reason, I mean, I'm gonna trust my gut here. I'm, there must have been one I had where I, could turn I think a there knob. were some that had like a tracking. It just does the, like it does the same. It just does the same thing. So it does a button. It's a knob. Yeah. So like. Yeah, tracking know. though. Thing, a thing of the past. Thing you don't have to deal with anymore. No, the the equivalent of that is buffering. Oh god damn! It's buffering. Right. Just play. Yeah. I guess that'd be the best comparison. And even buffering is few and far between these days. No, depends on your internet. Uh, yeah, I guess it really does. So it can happen often, actually. But on your phone, even though, like, buffering happens it, on my phone. It happens sometimes. sometimes. Yeah, but, I'm saying though, but, but home it's, internet, it's if it sometimes. sucks, oh man, you can get some cool buffering there. I'm sure. Sometimes you can just turn the app off and like, oh, I'm <laughs> done with this. I guess I'm not watching that fucking show. Uh, I guess I don't. I won't know what happens this week. I guess I'll have to just try again. <laughs> try again later. Uh, but yeah, tracking. It was like I remember, like you put in a movie, and like uh, all of a sudden it was like it. W- yeah, eventually VCRs had auto tracking. Yeah, it's a future. So it would say they put the movie in, it would be all like that. Was that the would, first taste of AI? And it would say like auto tracking or tracking yeah. on the screen. It would fix the movie for yeah. you. Right. This is gonna. This is it was like coming off the tracks, right? Was that the tracking? I guess. Did you move it? I didn't, yeah, I didn't know if it was something with the tracking and the tape or something. It's amazing. Something of the film of the tape or problem, the tape, yeah. I guess, inside. The problem problem is over, and we're still wondering what it even was. Yeah, I just know it was a thing. I just know tracking was a thing that existed God, on you're tapes. Just, God, you're letting people know you're so old. And oh uh, I needed, needed it fixed. I needed to watch yeah. my tapes. and It's like an old man. Tracking. Back in my day, tapes had tracking. Tapes had tracking. I had um, I'm over here talking well, about turning knobs. If you're watching this movie on YouTube, you're going to end up seeing some of the tracking. You're going to see the tracking happen and then get it is, fixed. It is weird that the uh, the audio was totally fine, though. Usually it, it would get a little wonky when I remember. Like, yeah, yeah it would be like... Just a little, yeah. Mar, it kind of did it for a quick second there, if you like. Yeah, maybe that was the auto tracking kicking in. Yeah, maybe whatever... Remember where this is at in the podcast? The dog is like dreaming and snoring so loud, and Kaylee's like, Come get the dog, but I'm like, He ain't gonna come down. You'll see the gap and go fix it. Just go through and beat him. Jeez. Wouldn't that fix the problem? Isn't that what you told me you want to do off the air? Like before we started recording, you wanted to beat your dog? I didn't say that. You didn't say that? No, these are ideas you're trying to put in my head. I didn't put any ideas in your head. That's I thought I heard that. You were like, I'm going to beat this dog later. I was like, oh my God. I'll give it a shot, you know. 
just looking for new shirts to buy. Come on. No copyright infringements or anything going on there. I don't know how that's even allowed. I saw. I'm looking for one that had was that with the Punisher skull had Trump hair. On the it was on a Fox News clip I had seen where somebody was saying some nonsense. What were we talking about? The tracking. Yeah, basically. Okay. There it is. Oh, that's not it. What does that even mean? I don't know why you're doing that to yourself. Man. Probably the closest it's gonna that's probably the closest I'm gonna find, but it was inside of a circle. What are we doing here? I've seen that before. Have you seen that one before? Yeah, the Trump with the Punisher. No, so have I, but not with the Let's Go Brown. Oh, no, no, no. I haven't seen with the thing, but, but I've yeah, seen. Because it's like, what, how many things can we combine here? I'm going to buy you this one. You want that one? Yes. Terminator. Or kind of Terminator? No, he's just got he's just got it pointing with sunglasses. It's, we're kind of co-opting Uncle Sam, but he's too cool. He's got yeah, I thought Uncle Sam, him. but Terminator at the same there, time. Yeah, I don't. Like, it's just, it doesn't, like, you'll like this one. That's the one you want to get, right? You like that one. All right. What do you got me doing here? Why you I didn't to, do this. Why are you telling me to look that up? <laughs> You're talking about that off air, too. So, yeah. Ne- so, ne- oh, here we go. so, next week, uh, I'll have, like, a full report about tracking for you. I can't wait. It'll be a coin. It'll be riveting. It'll be over- I'll just have, like, a sentence, maybe tell you. No, it better be half on. the episode. Half the episode about tracking. Uh, the episode is three minutes long. When they, when the mom, there's a lot other scenes that probably could have been cut out too, is of the mom putting up missing dog posters. There's like four scenes of the mom putting yeah, up we, missing well, dog posters. That my thoughts on that is the more she did it, the more ridiculous it got. So well, I, yeah, the I, I was, I was okay with it. The more because like know. everybody was, people were just bringing their own dogs to get money. What the fuck? People are crazy. <laughs> How much money was it again? Or or they? What I thought they just talked about like it was going to be some jam or something. They never really said the amount, did they? No, I, I, I they they I don't even Mrs. know if it was Kessel, money. I thought it was just a reward. Mrs. Kessel, they just said yeah, it was just a reward. And Mrs. Kessel said that it was it should be like your famous jam you make or something. And then like it was never addressed what the reward was after that. So many people and that was just a hypothesis. Just random dogs. Well, I'm or hoping their dogs. I'm hoping or... they stole other people's dogs. That's what I'm hoping. I happened. don't even know because you don't want to give up your own dog. Just giving your own dog but away. Like, yeah, but you told me off air you want to steal people's dogs at rewards. That was the thing you're talking about, I right? Stop! I'm not <laughs> saying these things. I'm not gonna. He didn't say that. But uh, I mean, how you have to find a dog that looks like none a of dog. those dogs look like that dog. No, though. none of they them. They just grabbed. Also, like the more it zoomed in, her crude drawing of her dog was amazing to me. Yeah, it was. It was real good. I like how, how the dad was mad that she called the cops about the missing dog. Yeah, I had. But like, the, that's something people do. I had the quote: "You called the cops with the stupid dog." It's hilarious. He was so frustrated about this. He was just so upset. And then, the, the, yeah, I'm glad I mentioned this, because then she's talking about, with Mrs. Kessel, about, you know, where the dog went. And Mrs. Kessel goes on about, like, how her cousin had this horse that went missing. That was weird. Or, like, or the horse, the horse went, the horse went missing and left, and the horse went to go visit its own cousin. And you never know what dogs are going to do. Maybe it's got family. And the, <laughs> Like, she says something like, you don't know what dogs do, or you know what. You know what dogs are up to, but this horse went and go see its cousin. Oh, 
Like the owners? No, and it was the horse's cousin. Yeah. Like, what? Are you, that's just madness. But also, just that's like a Jerry Seinfeld conversation. It is. So like you can see that just yeah. right in oh, there. Oh yeah. Just like what are we talking about? Oh, uh, you're talking about the dad being upset. The dad was also upset that he didn't have any cigarettes that one morning, and it he was just tough. He, he pulled a cigarette out of the ashtray, a used a cigarette, and then commented on it. He said what he was doing. Yeah, and he smoked a used cigarette. Well, dad always he actually got up before the sun. I don't he, think got, he smoked in any of the other movies, did he? Yeah, he did. Did he? Yeah, he did. I don't remember that. I guess, I mean, it's it's the olden days. It's all you do. I'd That's also, true. I'd also, you know, dove into cigarette smoking. Like, not me personally, but, like, looking it up and, like, <laughs> why people would, you know, like, more of reasons why they, as opposed to it just being marketed as it was fine and something everybody did. Like, smoking probably, because everything used to smell like shit, smoking usually smelled better than, like, what you were around. It was, like, a better smell. As opposed to just like, I mean, all the factories and guys working and just like not really any deodorants and stuff and just like filth. I thought that was an interesting take. Hmm. Also, why everything, of course, was cool, crazy colors as opposed to like pristine white. Again, cigarette would just line the walls. Yeah, it'd be yellow. So Your house would you know, be yellow. So it's a yellow walls, brown walls, green walls. Right. Like it hides, you know, it conceals it Wallpaper. Better. Yeah. Yeah. Wallpaper would hide absolutely that it would retain the smell. Yeah, because I always, of course, I'm a man who's nostalgic for those old, like just crazy colors, how things used to be. But like they also serve that function, which is kind of neat. Because like every, I mean, even you know, everything's most things are white now because see, that can usually be allowed to exist, right? Yeah, people as opposed do. to just like filth in the air and scum flying around, you know. Smoking sections at restaurants. Yeah. Stuff like that. So. Yeah. Which is impressive that it, there was no smoking at the DMV or the papers office or the, wherever they were at getting Yeah, it was like an employment papers. office. Yeah. Which I guess wouldn't that have been the... Maybe probably not the DMV back then, but yeah, I guess no, employment No, it was office. more like a, yeah. just like an ID, like a... Yeah, what would that... Because like nowadays that would be Department of Employment of Services. Like yeah. if you went to like somewhere to get unemployment... Yeah, it'd be the same kind of place you'd go to get the same thing. Like if you need papers to work somewhere or something, you'd go to the same like Department of of Employment Services. I said IDS because we live in Illinois, so Illinois Department of Employment Services. We do live in Illinois. Um, so it's the Prairie State. uh, Speaking of Illinois, uh, the dad, uh, as always, big White Sox fan. Always, Uh, actually, in a Christmas story, they more well. It makes sense though because it's time of year. They talk about the Bears. More right. than they do That's baseball, true. it would be the time of year. And though it's the really, time of year, yeah, so would, it makes yeah. sense. But the dad uh, refused to get gas from any other gas station other than one that sponsored White Sox games. That's yeah, the one he was waiting for. And they ran out of gas because he waited so long to get gas. Yeah, because he wanted to get one. Imagine the times when that mattered. Probably didn't to most people. Probably didn't. <laughs> There's just one man. We that, just had to. We had to just. We had to sneak but, in how but, much he cared about the White Sox. Yeah, people though are still loyal to brands though, and even I now, know. like uh, maybe like maybe less so. Like who sponsors? Yeah, a thing. Probably most things are owned by the same places these days. But like uh, some, I think there are people who are, like they only go to Shell gas stations <laughs> for know. whatever reason. I've never known who any man like this no. or woman. I get, I, I get it. Like maybe if you if you have more like uh, rewards type of. 
things built up that you get money off your gas. Sure. So well, that's, just, that's an incentive. Yeah. Right. So you you might go there more often, but like if I'm on the road, like most yeah. most convenient gas station for me when I'm leaving town ever yeah. is Casey's. Yeah. It's literally, it is a easy off the road, yeah. back on the road. It yeah. is the easiest one to go to. I tend sure. to go there often, but if I'm coming back into town, the easiest one is... There's a Thornton's. That's the other easy. You know, I just go to whatever's convenient. Yeah, I don't sure. go to like. I'm not like I gotta make it to fucking no. BP. I gotta make it. Yeah. Do you know that there's a in Joliet? There's an Amico station. That's very confusing. There's Is an Amico Manuka. An Amico Manuka. Yeah. An Amico Amico. The one that used to be the Sitco across across from I80. Here's local talk. What? Do you remember how it used that's to be Sitco? Sh- yeah, that's Shell. It's a Shell station. I thought it says Amoco there now. It's Shell. Oh, no, it's Shell. So what is an Amoco now is our place. It used to be an Amoco way back in the day, and now it's an Amoco again. What? Our place. Our place restaurant. That doesn't exist anymore. That's, that's TA. It's not Amoco. It's Amoco now. I saw the billboard for it. What are you talking about? I saw a billboard. I was just by there. It's When did they change that? I don't know. I saw a billboard for it. It's always been a, it's been a TA. Yeah, I saw a billboard for it. Yeah. Amico. Well, it used to be an Amico. Well, BP over here in town used to be an Amico. This is dumb talk. Well, <laughs> Amico. Yeah, Amico, Amco did, existed for everywhere. Yeah, and then that like, logo was. Yeah, then, icon- that's what I mean. And it's, then they it, were all turned into BPs because we were talking. We're talking about nostalgic things. So yeah. I saw like an old Amico logo. It's like this is like from thirty. This is thirty years ago. All right, Nick, calm down. It's like twenty years ago. 20, yeah, like what is this? And they all turned all, all turned into BPs. They became BPs. So what are they? Is BP? And BP was a place that you'd always see like down south for a long. Yeah, time. Yeah. So like, you know, is is the BP brand too toxic now? So they're rebranding back to Amico. I don't think. So which one did you uh, say it's an Amico by? Basically, by the mall, right? That yeah, one. If, if you're going toward like you know, Graham if you're thirty out that way, exactly. Yeah. So that was a mobile. Yeah. So what's that? What are we doing? Is that the same company? Just gas, just owning my life. Oh, the gas station's gonna close down, and some uh, Amico's on the up and up now. Buy stock at Amico. It's, I just saw that because this, this conversation. Besides, the I very, swear the something around here, yeah. Morris Manuka something is an Amico. Now well, I saw a billboard on the way towards yeah, besides this towards Manuka Morris. Insane local talk, but besides that, like the nostalgic part of like not seeing a logo and like brands. Having not seen an Amico, Amico I was like, I, I was like, I double. I thought the same thing on the way home take. from on the way home from somewhere over that way, yeah. passing that gas station, seeing that logo, having not like, seen what? that logo in. Ages. Yeah, I thought it was just a, a dead thing. It's just, yeah, yeah it's just I thought dumb. so too. I thought it was like this was a brand it's, that it's they the got cool, bought out. You know, like red, white, and blue logo. It's got the torch, and it's just like an. It looks like it's an old logo. Yeah, because it is an old logo. Yeah. No, it, they're they're back. Amco. I mean, I never liked Amico's, the BP logo. I'll welcome my Amico overlords. Yeah, green, yellow. It's, it's just like, and yeah. I'm, I'm all a fan of green and yellow color schemes. They're just like the beat. Like, what is that? I don't. It's not a good logo. It's not the best. I don't think it's as recognizable. No, it's not like an icon. Things used to be more like icon. Shell, that's pretty recognizable. Yeah, Shell, that because they're like, we got a good one. It's not going to change ever again. Most gas stations, I feel like, have been around for a very long time. Sitco's logo changed at one point. I had that like triangle. Mm, it's still a triangle. Wasn't triangle orange triangle thing? I don't know. I don't really care, but... Well, then there's like... I always liked 76. That was a cool logo. Yeah, bright. That's an iconic uh, gas station logo. But most of them... uh, Sinclair. 
Those don't really exist much anymore, but they had the dinosaurs. They exist out, out west a bunch still. There's one in Wisconsin. Uh, well, I don't know about one in Wisconsin, but in Wisconsin Dells, there is one, and they have a big giant dinosaur. Yeah, I suppose Sicko is still like it's still the. I guess it's still the orange triangle. I thought they had changed it or made the triangle look less cool. You know, I think yeah, the old Sin- Sicko logo. Sin- Sinclair is probably the coolest one, right? So what's the old dinosaur? I mean, yeah, that's. I always just kind of ignore that one because it's like it's too cool. Like this, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just cool. like guys. And they have the giant green dinosaurs at the. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. All right, so I'm like, this is just too cool to talk about. Anyways, corporate logos in all of our lives. I but don't di- know. Different logos do evoke different times, and if we're talking about a bunch of nostalgic things, certain things bring you back to that, and the idea that a man would prefer a specific gas station because he enjoyed the White Sox. Yeah, I know. It's cool, dude. That's, this is the one at the in Wisconsin Dells. Yeah, it's awesome. Where the dinosaur's coming out of the front of the building. Yeah, it's awesome. It's giant and it's incredible. There you go. Because it's funny because like you're putting his dead brethren into your car to drive. And, and then you're going inside of him to buy goods. Right. And then you're... To buy taquitos. And, and then your exhaust goes candy. into the air and helps ruin the earth. So then we all can go extinct. Yep cool stuff <laughs> it's the circle of life it's the circle of life <laughs> we pump out these dead things out of the ground uh, yeah, the, put them into the air but yeah I, I don't know anybody that would just skip a Hope gas station best. like to like no. unless it was like unless you knew you could make it and maybe you knew it was a like crazy expensive this gas station is always more expensive yeah the price things with gas station is just why is this even it's very frustrating the only time i ever see like an absurd price is a is a, a local BP. There's a local BPs BP. Are, BPs will usually be higher, but at the, least around here. Yeah, the local one one local BP is always astronomically higher. It's great. I mean, than every other ga- and there's a gas station across the street from it. Which one is this? Down can, Route Six by Okay, 55. got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. So say gas is like three thirty nine a gallon. Yeah. Across at the Thorntons across they're re- the street. They're really just preying on people not wanting to go across the street. To get, but it's harder to get to that one. Weird. I don't know, man. There's so much. They made it so much. There's that's not only a gas station across the street, but across the highway. There's two more gas stations. It's all gas stations all the time. There's like so many gas stations right there to Party not time. go to that one. Let's well, so the gas. So anyways, I was the, saying they got the, the better gas. The gas will be three thirty nine a gallon. It's at, better quality. At every other gas station, which is an insane. Three thirty nine is just so okay. Yeah. And then at the Bad BP, it'll be three eighty nine. It's like who's gonna pay that much more for gas? It's very bizarre. Out of what convenience is that? I have no How idea. How is that gas station? Not out of business when there's three competing gas no. stations blowing it out of the water. A lot of people who aren't. Aren't compete? They just pull up because of the, the damn McDonald's. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, get your Big Mac and pump your gas. Oh, Big Mac. Ugh. I had breakfast burritos today. They were good. Nice. I was getting breakfast crazy. Breakfast is always solid at McDonald's. I mean, it's the little literally the thought I had when I went in there. Well, when I drove through, I was just like, and I was like, I'm gonna treat myself like five hash browns, please, because one's not enough. And I was going to get two, and I was like, ah, let's make it five. Nice. Five hash browns. It's been a while since I've had. Did felt... you shove them inside your breakfast burritos? Oh, like, no, I didn't. Uh-huh. I shoved them inside my mouth, though. Well, that's like a thing that people do is uh, put like the hash brown on yeah. like a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit or something. I mean, if I'm you know saving money and just making this contraption at my own home, I have been known to do that. Yeah. McDonald's breakfast is always... Uh, it's good. It's always good. It's got like a, always like, how can you deny... Got a large mocha frap. This is where we introduce subtle ads into the podcast. <laughs> Got gas stations and my large mocha yeah, frappuccino. We're, uh, we're just we're we're um 
Big Oil is uh, sponsoring this and uh, Big Fast Food. That's who sponsors this podcast. Yeah, they really get their money's worth. For us, to, when I said, really, when I that that's a good ad for McDonald's. Their McDonald's, their breakfast is always solid. The yeah, end, that's positive. Yeah, you said a positive comment. No more, the, no more to add. Not, what I didn't say. Not negative. reading into that any further. There's nothing else to read into. Just breakfast is real good. It is good. Um. Anyways, uh, you know, when they're on the road trip, it just it does get kind of like muddled and it's well, it's boring it, the and problem is that it's monotonous. There's like a monster dog at one point, but it like means nothing. It's just weird. It's like, but like I'm o- I'm okay with all those things, but in between. There's just like too much drive. You could like cut it down a little bit. But it's driving with the not good dialogue. Like in vacation when they're driving. That's what I mean. Funny things are happening. It's just driving. Dri- there's other things happening when they're driving. Did you like the chickens? That was kind of. See, there's that was a little anecdote. The, yeah. the chickens. You didn't like that? You think that was funny? The just them singing in the car and it's not very funny. And Well, that's just. That was just a family moment. And the picnic Randy is like so annoying wanting his PB&J. It's like. Yeah, then the, the sandwich he flies. Says it so many times, it's like almost like the mom with the dog thing is like, "All right, we get it. He wants PB and J. Why it, do we have to hear him say it like seven thousand times?" I felt the same, but I like that it really made me because in the other movies, I'm like, "Well, Randy's not that whiny," and this I'm like, "Man, this kid needs to shut the hell up." Yeah, like you felt bad. you felt in this one. I felt how they always treat him when he says like one or two things that are kind of whiny. They treat him. They always treat him like over aggressive. Like just stop it. But this one, I was like, "Yeah, man, you better knock it off." You better. I don't. I was waiting for Fuzzy to jump out of the car and run away again. By the way, um, I was always nervous when I saw that dog, like it was looking out of his little basket. Speaking of running away, yeah. my actual favorite part in the whole movie. I said oh, I yeah. mentioned that I liked the part in the um, the employment office that whole scene with the. Did kids you like when and, Randy asked if he could bring his raccoon? I saw that. Yeah. Down. Um. So I, I like that scene in the employment office with the smoking and like the cops and everything. And uh, but my actual favorite scene is the scene where there is a bee in the car. Yeah. And they all get out. Yeah. And for some reason, yeah. Ralph yeah. runs. He's gone. Into <laughs> oblivion. He's gone. I'm surprised we see him the rest he of the movie. He runs the opposite direction of ever anybody else. Anybody else just like runs away from the car, but was like in still near the car. Yeah, he's gone. He's literally running and it doesn't goes so stop. far. It's like Forrest Gump. He's so far away. He just start, keeps running. I thought this was going to be the movie where like, and then I never saw my family again. Yeah. I left my family. He literally disappears into the background. That's how far. And he's running down the road. Yeah. So far. He is. I was like, what? <laughs> Ralph. I was like, what decision was that? Whose decision was that? That's and thank you, because that is fucking hilarious. I hope they just told him like to run, and like they just didn't tell him to stop. Yeah. It's like, he's it's going. fucking hilarious. It's good. It made me laugh so hard, because they it's keep good. just... The longer the scene kept going, and the more you could see him in the distance, this yeah. little tiny speck of a person. I looked away for a second. I was like, is that still Ralph? Yeah. I was like, oh, it is still Ralph. Like, yeah, he's just still running. I was like, oh, is somebody coming to help? No, no, it's still Ralph, just really far away. Did you like the fact that evidently that once they get to Ollie's, like, he's like, dude, the bee gets you at this part? Oh, that bee's been... It's, like, oh, it's the same bee? Like, oh, that bee's been harassing people? He got me two times last week or whatever? It's like this. So this one bee is just terrorizing people in this yeah. one spot. Just one bee by itself. That's insane talk, and I like it. <laughs> it is insane talk. That's just crazy. one bee. It's I'm crazy sure it's just madness. one. This is, I'm sure there's just one bee. It's one bee. He just hovers around there and manages to get in your car and makes you stop and pull over and swat him away. And your child runs away. Yeah. Uh, did you? Uh, I don't know if you saw this online about this movie, but this was actually a uh, a pilot for a. Uh, episode of um of a tv show that was gonna exist about ralphie 
or is this? It? Yeah. So television director John Rich in his wrote in his memoir that in the 1970s he commissioned Shepard to write a screenplay from Hop Noodles, uh, from the story. Oh, okay. The and that was... story as a possible series pilot for the ABC Television Network. He described the script as quite faithful to the story, but problems with management during production prevented that script from being released on American television. So then they just used the script for this movie. Is that the idea, basically? Yeah, he basically took that script from that show. And made it this movie. There was the story from Playboy in the stories, whatever. And then he made it a TV pilot script and then kind of expanded upon that to eventually make this this movie. Makes Uh, sense. Which is funny. It was ABC and Disney. Yeah, that makes sense. And everything like that. Um, But yeah, yeah, this movie is just, uh, it's all right. It's nothing amazing. I just I wish it would have been like twenty minutes shorter and it would have been probably tighter and way better. Yeah, but I mean, it's I like the beginning more than I like the rest of the movie. Well, because the problem is in the beginning, the opening in the beginning, it's more like all the other ones where like you don't really know what's going to happen. You're on a crazy ride with a few different subplots. You don't know where we're going. And then it just turns into a road but trip then, movie. But then they they find the dog. That's resolved. Ralphie loses his job, so he gets to go. Um, and then they go on vacation, and then it's driving, and like you said, it just becomes a road trip movie. Yeah. Um, there is the little, um, again, having um, his dad having Ralphie's back. Ralphie admits he didn't bring any of the tackle stuff. His dad yells at him once. I'm like, this is going to be a disaster. But dad actually saw it in the garage. He noticed it before Ralphie left without it and put it in there and then let Ralphie freak out for a little bit and say, I got your back, dude. This is nice. Yeah, but Dad's trip wasn't ruined. He was very, he was very, um, you know, omnipresent about what was going on in his household before they left. And unfortunately, it rained most of their, their trip, and their cabin kind of was crappy, and it was raining inside the cabin. Yeah, it was leaking. It's true, but it was the freedom, and of course, just the work talk and the freedom talk. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Just imagining, you know, good stuff in the in the Ralphie verse. One person though, um, I saw. I don't know why they gave it a seven out of ten with this review, but. Uh, this is the only review that stuck out. Some said it's boring because the same kind of stuff we talked about. Yeah. Um, See, I, I, I liked said, it. Uh, some people said, like, this is the funniest movie yeah, I've ever like crazy. seen. And, like, they watch it every year. And A lot of people do that with these. And At least the ones that comment yeah. that you pick out. Um, but. but this person says, 7 out of 10, so realistic, it's boring. Ah. I kind of like the beginning. But after 20 minutes or so, I could barely tolerate it. It is so normal every day. It's like watching your next door neighbor's life. There is no adventure, no excitement, and little humor. However, for the sake of originality, I must say that it is a couple points above average. Who's their neighbor? <laughs> Did their neighbor's dog run away and get get picked up by this rich person? That was my. That's the part I like the most. What I will comment on <laughs> on the thought of that about how it looks like it's just happening to your neighbor. Well, not true. The sentiment is nice because that plays into you know all the nostalgia that obviously gene shepherd's going for like it's not it might not even be his exact childhood it's not exactly your exact childhood it's not exactly my exact childhood but everybody can look at it and pull all the things that they have in common with it and it's many and people can relate to all these things which is what is the core of all these stories that's why they you know i would say they resonate but a lot of people don't know these stories exist but they all you know culminate in a christmas story that's the you know the peak of the idea of just like, you know, remember back in the day, mom, dad, your brother, or your, you know, your sibling having a childhood, 
you know, always in the narration, I always talk about nothing's more pure than the, the vacations you had as a kid, right? And all the stuff right. that, like, basically, the conclusion, the thesis, the ending, I'll have it all comes together, and all that stuff still rings true. You know, I mean, that's that's the the meat and potatoes of all these stories. They could have happened to you. Some of this you can probably relate to. And who hasn't been on a road trip, at least once? And if not, like you know, with that family, maybe with friends, or like you can all play it together. Yeah, I feel like especially in the in that time. Uh, road trips were more normal. Uh, growing up, we never flew on a plane anywhere. Well, again, this is why it's also a nice Indiana Midwest story. Because like Midwest, yeah, you're driving, man. Yeah. You want to go to Ohio? You'll drive there. Yeah, you're driving somewhere near... Yeah, Wisconsin, you're yeah. driving. Right. Indiana, yeah. you're driving. Michigan, you're driving. Yeah. You're Missouri, not... you're driving. Right. And that's usually... You didn't really... Never flew anywhere. And I know it's always it was always a drive. Yeah, the Great American Family Road Trip. Yeah. It was just a thing people did. Uh, so next week on the podcast, we're going to end our end our time in the, the grand there. conclusion. The grand conclusion. This film actually is a sequel. It is a sequel to a Christmas Story. Yes, uh, without any original actors, but it is in this sense. It is a it is an actual sequel to a Christmas Story. Yeah. Um, Bob Clark directed this. Yeah. So returning to yes. to to the to the tale of, of the Parker family. And uh, this time, Kieran Culkin, um, uh, now very popular uh, from that show Succession on yeah, HBO. There you go. Uh, is, uh, plays Ralphie Parker. And uh, you have some returning characters from Christmas Story, even. Uh, the, the Bumpus family, uh, Scott Farkas. There you go. Is, uh, is in there, from what I remember. And then uh, the old man in this one is played by Charles Grodin. And I'll watch anything with Charles Grodin. There you go. Charles Grodin rules. Uh, most people... Probably from our age, remember him as the dad from Beethoven, but sure. the guy's in a million things. Of course. And, uh, absolutely hilarious in most things. So uh, excited to revisit. I haven't seen this since the 90s. Since Never have. Randomly, one time on HBO saw this, I remember Top. There's something with a top, with tops in this one. All right. Something, it's... Thanks for the spoilers. Or, sorry, spoiled the... the, <laughs> the uh. Part of the movie, or yeah. Something. The the yeah. main the main heart, the open hearth of the movie. The Interesting. Open, the open Mary Steenburgen actually also in this All movie right. as, as as the as the mom. Did you like the little the my the, the out of town Wanda Hickey reference? Just like flying fly by. Oh, there's Wanda Hickey. Say bye to her. Alfie. Be fun. I wonder if they'll they'll have a mention of that because I don't think they really mentioned any. <sighs> Knowing all these. After watching all these, yeah, you want to you pick up. I mean, Christmas I did story. recently watch Christmas Story, but I don't remember names other the, than other than the, the obvious names: Flick, yeah, Schwartz. Was there, but was it? But was there mention of Hickey? Was there Kessel? You know, Wanda Hickey had to have been around that school play yeah. yard when they I wouldn't the doubt pole. if there's probably a mention of her in the summer one more so than in the winter one. It could be because the winter one, the only time they're around other kids is yeah. when they're at school, correct? And they really don't talk to too many other kids Wanda's other than be there. She's there's be kids there, like man. around, obviously. Sure, right. But they, um, and they mention like the teachers' names and stuff like that, but they don't well, really, um. I'm going to have to watch that before I watch, if I can find the time before I watch this one, just to have it all. Yeah, because this, because that, that's, this is actually like a, while there's no actors or anything, this They're is more all, of a. It's more of a sequel because the director carries over, but you got Shepard. Right, but I mean, I mean, like, got as far everything. as like actually saying it's a sequel, they right. actually said this was a sequel yeah. to, to a Christmas story. Um, I just love the convoluted mess that all these are because they're not a franchise, but like they are a franchise, like as far as like, you know, they all come from the same source, but like 
there's not like Christmas story one or two or like a Thanksgiving story. I mean, I was even, what was the Thanksgiving one? Josephine, right? No. What was the Thanksgiving one? It's Josephine. It was Josephine? Polish, um, where the, she's the Polish girl and no, he, he invites I, her I to a Thanksgiving. She, she invites him to the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Uh, at the church, church basement. That was Thanksgiving. It wasn't just a party. Mm-hmm. It was a Thanksgiving party. Oh, it was, they had Thanksgiving dinner. Right. So, I mean, you know, if you want to rebrand it as like a Thanksgiving story, you could have, even though it's a little bit of a stretch there. But it ends with, you know, turkey dinner with at home. So like, that's a holiday. Fourth of July, also a holiday. A lot of also hovering around the holidays makes it kind of more of a, uh, you know, timeless type thing, too. Right. So uh, this one, I thought it was available streaming somewhere. I, th- I could have swore recently this was on like HBO Max. Yeah. Not anywhere else, so but it is on it. YouTube. All right. Well, then case closed. It is in full on YouTube. Hopefully it stays on there for the next little bit here. Um, so it, somebody did put it in full. I swear I saw it somewhere, but I don't even think you could rent it like on Amazon. Isn't that weird? So, but I swear I saw this when we first started talking about this, like a month yeah. ago or whatever. Yes. I remember being like, oh, I saw my Okay. Yeah. So that's somewhere on one of these services. Isn't it just somewhere. weird that like n- nobody can find better copies of these and find a place to put them at right. all? Yeah. The, there's only, yeah. The only two Christmas story, obviously. Right. And then the only other one that people, that you can find anything of is my summer story, which right. is, it's also called, it runs in the family. So yeah. there's two. It does have a, it does have the name that like you want that doesn't go with anything else before that. I'm yeah. The original title on. when it first came out was it runs in the family. Once it came out on video. Yeah. They're like, Hey, then they rebranded it as my summer story. Yeah. It's like, Hey, it's, uh, it's connected. Yeah. Cause people just didn't get. No, which they don't, they never do, but. I just like it. Yeah, every now and then, unless it's like a something that people are like invested already or something, yeah. then they get the names being called something different. Yeah, usually, you got to see it's so and so and called this. Yeah, you got to have it. Yeah, be yeah. slightly. Which I mean, it's nice to help, but it always looks so cluttered. It's like can't people just know? But I mean, it's a lot to ask. It is true. All right, so next week on the podcast, my summer story, aka runs in the family. Find it on YouTube. Before we movie breakdown, I'm Corey. I am Nick. Come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown. It's-